Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Where You Not Entertained. I'm Daniel. I'm Rachel. And I'm James. And tonight we are covering, wait for it, wait for it, Just Mercy. <laughs> um, why? No, no. Anyway, don't wait to see this if you haven't yet. This <laughs> is an amazing movie. It is. I it's agree. It's so good. Uh, I could see it being, I could see it being up for an Oscar. It'll. I think it'll get some awards no matter what. Yeah, I can't see how it wouldn't. Uh, the performances from Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx are absolutely stellar. Yes, they're fantastic, and the screenplay is great. This mm-hmm. is such a good adaptation of a book. And there's a crap ton of production value. Like, the the set design is so spot on early, like, very beginning in the 90s. It's... It gave me flashbacks. I lived through that time. I remember those cordless phones, the home phones, and like it, it looked exactly like my family and my neighbors' families' houses as kids. It was really, really impressive. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it was. Uh, I think the the time was set very well with mm-hmm. all the the costumes and the cars. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of the first season of True Detective with that. I was kind of curious how they got some of the cars that they got. I was like, where'd you find those old beaters? (laughs) (laughs) In the condition that they had them in in there. Yeah, they're actually running. Of course, they didn't show you under the hood. They might have had new motors in them. (laughs) (laughs) They were being towed. You didn't see the cable. Right, exactly. out the cable. Right. They just started pushing it down the hill and then started filming after the guys let go. Yeah. (laughs) No, um, no, I do agree, though. I think that the, the set design was, was done really well. Um, outstanding job by Jamie Foxx and Michael B. Jordan, uh, yeah. as well as... Brie Larson. Brie she Larson, did fantastic yeah. in this, too. She was. A- I didn't even realize it was her until the credits. Like, totally wow. just... Didn't even catch it. I wasn't paying attention to who that actor was. I just was lost in it. This movie captures you fast. Yeah, and everything's very authentic. Every performance, Mm -hmm. every, you know, the writing, the way that they talk is so authentic to me, at least. It didn't feel fake and it didn't feel scripted. Yeah. It, it did feel very natural, and you know, I think I think you're right. I think that does a, is a lot due to the uh, the quality of the writing. That was a terrible sentence. Um, <laughs> has a lot to do with the ri- quality of the writing, but um, it's backed up with, like we were saying earlier, the performances as well. Like they just meshed so absolutely perfectly. 
really impressed with this. Yeah, I thought that it was great. And, and even the, the key witness that had been in his trial the first time. Yeah. He, that was such a great performance. It, it didn't feel overdone, which with a character with sort of a, a facial tick like that, it didn't feel fake. At all. Yeah, no, Tim Blake N- Nelson is an incredible character actor from, I mean, Oh Brother, We're Out There, Thou, he was incredible. And um, recently he was in The Ballad of, uh, of Buster, Buster Scruggs. Scruggs. Yeah, oh, that was amazing. That was great. Okay, I haven't seen that. I really wanted to because everything I've ever seen him in is excellent. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson actually did a, a phenomenal job in this. Um, I was actually kind of surprised Surprised, like I had never really seen him necessarily in a role like this. Um, but also, when you get to the end of the movie and they start showing you like pictures of the real people, right? He did. He did kind of already favor the guy just naturally. But once they did uh, the makeup work and he, you know, he did a lot of those things, uh, he passed. It was it was a good job that he did passing as him. Very um, much so. So a lot was, of the characters looked very similar. Yeah, they did, uh, which was really impressive. I mean, how do you do that? Well, makeup. <laughs> yeah, and one thing that might have helped, I, I don't know how much time they spent with the people who are still around and because um, this happened back in the late 80s and then uh, the movie takes place in like 1992, I think. Um, and yeah, Over a few years. Yeah. but that's 80s six- to the early 90s. That 60 Minutes interview is, uh, was a real thing. That wasn't just Hollywood. Um, right. I, yeah, yeah. They actually re-released that uh, on YouTube. You can go watch it right now from their archives for, uh, for the movie itself. Interesting. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I got to watch it. It was really interesting, too. It was good. And it was kind of amazing how much they looked like each other. Like They did a really, really good job of... of uh, also mimicking the character, like the character's uh, vocal tones and kind of mannerisms. It was really well done. Yes. And I thought it was really interesting to see the way, which I, I mean, I think he did a really realistic portrayal, but to see Michael B. Jordan's sort of softness in this movie, he was very smart, but he was still very relatable. You never mm-hmm. felt like he was a hotshot lawyer that, talked over your head. He was very sympathetic and he had a good way of relating with people in the community, despite just being from somewhere different. Right. But I think being an outsider, trying to make his way in so that you'll be trusted by the people that you're trying to help. And in a small community. Yeah. Yeah. He's a Harvard lawyer from Delaware. Right. Yes, coming into this little bitty town. And I I think for me, it definitely feels like an Oscar film because there's a moment of uplifting, but for the most part, you just feel frustrated. Yeah. Now, uh, that is, I was a little concerned watching before we got into this movie because typically I steer away from movies like this because I'm worried that it's just going to make me really sad or it's (laughs) going to be extremely it's going to lack as a movie and just be really preachy. Um, This movie definitely has a message, but 
at the same time, it works so perfectly with the way the story is told that it doesn't feel overwhelming. It doesn't feel overbearing at all. And, you know, it it calls itself just mercy and you are looking for justice and mercy. You're tied into these characters so quickly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah, they didn't they didn't really beat you over the head with the message that they're trying to convey. Yeah. Um, and there's, well, and there's actually kind of numerous messages <laughs> obviously involved in this. Uh, it's a, it's a complicated situation. Oh yeah. Uh, and I think that the story was told really well. Uh, even getting to know the kind of the three, the three guys that were in prison together and the bond that, that they've created on death row and some of that that you kind of you kind of get to experience the character development uh 100% just through that yeah 100% O'Shea Jackson Jr loved him in this as well um there's something incredibly charming about him i i really liked him in the long shot where he was uh, Seth Rogen's buddy yeah i thought he had a really integral part in there and i felt like he was he was just a great supporting actor here too had a lot of uh he always brings like a lot of heart to the film yeah uh even rob uh rob morgan as herbert which was Mm -hmm. you know the other the other friend that actually got put to death um i've never i've never really seen him in anything this is, this is the first thing that I know of that I've seen him in. Maybe I've seen him in other stuff, but first thing that I've that I can recognize seeing him in. And he did a really good job of not only kind of carrying again those ticks um, that that character has, but also being somebody that you like. Like even though he he doesn't deny that the crime he committed was real. You know, he's not right. saying he's an innocent person. He's not saying it's a misunderstanding. He he is saying that he did it. He doesn't want to die because of it. He, you know, he didn't mean to, he didn't mean for the outcome to be what it was, but he's not saying that he didn't do it. Um, and so, you know, I could see how playing that character might be hard to, to try to endear people to you. Cause you know, some people might just be like, Oh, well you're a murderer. And yeah. so technically he is, but he didn't, he didn't seem like a bad guy. He just had, he had some problems, unfortunately for him. He made it very sympathetic. Yeah. Because he's very quiet, but it's still a very powerful performance. There, there's not a lot of words and he doesn't necessarily have big gestures or, speeches, things like that, but it's still a powerful role just in how quiet he is and finding out the little bits of background. It's just enough to endear and make it feel like he deserved a different trial than he got. It absolutely humanizes him. It's easy to, to, I think you need to humanize characters that are on death row. Because it's easy for, you know, a moviegoer to instantly villainize the person on death row. You may have the the hero or, you know, the Nicolas Cage on Con Air 
or whatever. Right. <laughs> but uh, the rest of them are bad guys kind of thing. And this one, it, you know, there were different, definitely different degrees of, um, of guilt. And, but at the same time, they were still full fledged people. And I think that that was a, it was a good choice because it, that was really what this movie was about, was about the individuals who were involved in all of this. Um, and that's where it shines the best is those interactions. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was, it was literally about the, the kind of railroading that, that has happened in the court system for, I mean, for a lot of these guys that were in there, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I can't, I can't speak to their, to their current justice system in those areas, but, um, certainly the portrayal of it was definitely, uh, we found the guy, we don't care if there's any evidence, we don't care if people say that he didn't do it, we, we know he did it. So he's guilty. Yeah. And he's going to die for it. <laughs> right. And, and it's, it, it's corruption painted in a more palatable way. If you'll excuse the phrasing, because with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is like blind spotting. It was yeah. all about corruption and the issues and that movie did it in such a powerful in your face way that while I loved it and it's one of my favorite films now, I can see where a lot of people wouldn't watch it or wouldn't want to watch it just because of how strong a viewpoint it takes. And this to me is much more applicable for a general audience. Yeah, because, I mean, as wrong and uh, just blatantly racially motivated a lot of the the antagonist decisions are, there is still this kind of underlying feeling that it would that the bad choices were probably primarily done to finally put to de- put to rest the the murder of this woman who and the pain that that had caused people for seven months. Um, now just picking up an innocent person because you don't like them is absolutely corrupt and horrible and wrong. But, um, you know, there was a, there, they definitely kind of indicated there was a secondary motivation to even semi humanize the villains in the movie. I don't know. It, it was really, really good. Uh, I don't, I'm always screwing up people's names. Rafe Spall. Yes. He played the yeah. district attorney. Yeah. He was excellent because I hated him and at the same time didn't a little, you know, through the whole movie. And he's one of the bad guys. I mean, the sheriff, definitely not very likable. No, but, not at all. <laughs> no. But I mean, even the DA, you know, he's even weaseling at the very end, but you still. He's such a believable character that you can kind of the flaws feel natural. Right. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, and he's another really strong character actor because Very one of the so. first things I remember him in is Green Street Hooligans. I've wow. never seen that. There's a I know. There's a throwback. <laughs> There's an obscure reference for you, but he was incredible in that movie. And then to see him in this, which is such a completely different character, and he's so believable. I yeah. really enjoyed I mean, that. He was also in Men in Black International. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sure was. I had forgotten about that until you said that. <laughs> I was trying to pick the worst movie he's been in. <laughs> uh, yeah. I actually liked him in that. I thought he was one of the better parts. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, I would I would definitely say that, that I am a, a fan of this movie. I think it's worth watching. Um, I think it's a little... I think it's a little heavy to, you know, it's not a, it's not a popcorn movie. <laughs> no. Yeah. Not in the slightest. This is a really, really heavy movie. Yeah. Like I, at multiple times I was like, damn it, Daniel, what'd you do to me? Like, <laughs> I'm like, Why? This is a lot to deal with on a, on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. True story. It's definitely heavy, but it's still got, a really good, really meaningful story behind it. And so while I see it as definitely being Oscar potential, it doesn't have some of those slower, more difficult to sit through qualities that a lot of Oscar movies have. Right. Right. It's captivating. Yes. It's much more. It's captivating and it's got a lot of heart. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dare I say it's much more entertaining. Oh, but oh. I, I, really, <laughs> I really, yeah, I enjoyed this a lot. Yeah, this was a great movie. Um, I absolutely feel like it's number one contender so far for me as for best picture. It fits the Oscar category of best picture and it delivered 100%. There were there was a couple of things that were just technically awesome. Like I was talking about the set design. And then when they did the uh, the one month skip from the hearing, the hearing to the verdict, where it was such this such an uplifting hearing where you actually had the testimony recanted and all of the extra evidence and the judge looked sympathetic and then to immediately cut to one month later and you have, you have the, the verdict and it's the judge is just like, Nope, won't reopen. And the dream shattered from that. Yeah. It was just a, or lift you up so they can punch you in the gut kind of thing. Um, Oh, it's so well done. Really impressed with the technical aspects of it. Not only the story and the execution. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, I, you know, it's, it's one of those things. So obviously I believe that this year uh, is probably going to have some, some slim, slim pickings as they say uh, for, for awards and Oscars and things like that. Uh, if this one if this one doesn't win some awards, I, I would really be, I'd really be shocked. A little disappointed too. I would be I would be disappointed. It was I mean it's a good movie. Very much so. Like I said, it's but, got a lot of heart to it as well. So it, it helps kind of pull you in, not just in a like a, a beautiful film kind of aspect, uh, but it has a it has a story to it, and that the story is real. Yeah. 
based off of true events. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got big names behind it as well, which is always beneficial when it comes to awards time. Sometimes the consideration goes a little farther. Yeah. Cause I mean, we've all seen plenty of under the radar films that have been phenomenal that have gotten no mention whatsoever. Right. Yeah. That is, that, that's very true. That does <laughs> too, happen way too often. Yeah. All right. Well, we have definitely all praised this movie plenty, but we do have one final piece. We need to find out what everybody's favorite scene was. So what about you, Daniel? What was your favorite scene? Uh, my favorite scene was actually when, uh, when they're, they're doing the send off for, um, uh, for Herbert. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, in that moment when he is knows that he's he's going to face his death. Um, and they have, you know, everybody. So you can have a bunch of like crazy criminals or whatever, and they're all on death row. But, uh, you know, everybody in the in that moment when they know it's actually about time, Jamie Foxx's character kind of starts it, not kind of, he started it. Uh, so Walter started banging his, his cup on the bars or whatever. Right. Um, but you know, everybody, everybody that's in that cell block is in the same position. Like tomorrow could be their could day be to go. Yeah. Right. That's when they get to, get marched off and their face shaved, including their eyebrows, <laughs> which I was like, wow, I like how they addressed it too. <laughs> yeah. Do I look funny? <laughs> fair enough. That's a fair question. <laughs> you are, you are missing your eyebrows. Um, but I really, I really like that part because it, it kind of showed the, the camaraderie, I guess you could say. Um, of that situation. Yeah. And the gravity of it, even the prison guards were more sympathetic. Yeah. Well, and that moment is also a really, a really strong moment for, um, for Brian. Yeah. Because, you know, he, he's there to support the guy that uh, he was trying to help get off of death row uh, and having to, having to sit through that. I think that, I think it was probably at that point in time that, you know, there was the realization of never again, I'm going to do everything in my power to not have to do this again. <laughs> this is what happens when I fail. Right. Exactly. It is a strong deterrent. Yeah. That was mine. That is a good one. Oh, yeah, it's a heavy scene. It is. And at the end, oh, when he gets into the car. Yeah. I definitely had a couple tears rolling then. That was a rough one. Yeah, it was a rough one. What about you, Rachel? What was your favorite scene? Well, Daniel just stole my favorite scene. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I also really liked that and the gravity and the shift that you see in Brian. Um but I guess I'll pick. That could his... be your favorite to- scene too. 
Oh, okay. They don't all have to be individual. They yeah, you can. The, well, there's I definitely. Don't know yeah, there's. <laughs> there's there rules. rules. You can't. Don't pick my pick. You can't yeah. have it. Uh, no, um, that's absolutely my favorite scene too. Wow. Okay. And I think <laughs> that I think that that is the strongest point in the movie. I think that that's the. It's an easily captivating movie based off the quality of the acting, the way it's shot and the, the authenticness of the, of the set design. Um, but that is the scene where I became 100% invested and it just allowed me to see through Brian's eyes in a way that I didn't up until then. And if there was any, que- you know, because his conviction had been questioned the whole time. Why is a Harvard lawyer down here trying to help death row inmates who nobody ever else, nobody else cares? What's your what's your deal? Right. And he You're had some good reasons. What do you care about the people here? Yeah. And he had some good reasons. You know, he told the story about his grandfather and everything. Um, but that was just it was a blatant on the screen situation to where, like you were saying, Daniel, you never again. Right. That, you know. When I when I don't when I don't do a good enough job, people's lives are ended. Exactly. Yeah, and you feel like it definitely silences all the threats he's been getting for him personally. It's it doesn't matter anymore that these yeah. people are threatening him just because he's doing his job. There's, trying to defend people that they think are guilty. There's something much more important than that community risk factor. Absolutely. All right. Well then I think that about wraps it up for just mercy. Incredible movie. So, um, yeah, I hope we, I definitely hope we see a lot of this in award time. Uh, hopefully next year. I hope it's in the same time. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows what, what the world's going to be like by then, but, uh, Very true. yeah. Hopefully you also enjoyed our review of Just Mercy. Please go and check out some of our other episodes. Uh, Like and subscribe and join us next time on Were You Not Entertained? It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.